Okay. okay. Welcome back to another episode of On My Grown the Podcast. I'm your co-host Rodney Boyd. I'm Mel Mitchell. And this is another rendition of Bouch Bombentary, the number one insecure after show in the world. Uh, episode sure. eight. Choices, okay? Um yeah. not a great episode. Nope. For for this season finale. Um, I, you know, y'all know how we felt feel, feel about the season. We were hoping some something better happened. I recently was Anything. talking with my mom about this the show. She's been, you know, she's been watching it since like season two, but she saw right. She saw season one, and so it's always dope having conversations with her and her perspective, right? Because she's where insecure is kind of like lining up to our lives. She's on the other end of seeing like, oh, I kind of remember what that phase was like, and so. She's provided me some some interesting insight and, you know, just made me appreciate the show a little more. But, you know, I think they're going out really weak still for a final season. Um, yeah, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> this week did not help as I expected. Um, but I think Issa knows that the OG fans are going to hate it because I've been there since the pilot. I hate this season. Nothing's happening yet again. It's all... Things are coming together for Molly. Things are coming somewhat together for Lawrence, I guess, with his situation. But it's just not giving. And I am perpetually disappointed. And I feel like I I could be a whole, be, you know, sitting here doing anything on my Sunday nights. And I try to spend them with the people who, are, who have helped me be gone. And I'm just very beautiful gowns. <laughs> Great Beautiful fashion. gowns. And that's, um, you know. Yeah. So let's just talk about the episode a little. Issa and Nathan, uh, the episode starts with Issa and Nathan waking up together at Issa's apartment. They confirm Tiffany and Derek are moving. So like in 30 years from now, if they ever do an insecure like reboot show, they don't have to have Amanda Seals in it. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, I thought it was interesting. They, they kind of showed Nathan taking his medicine in the bathroom, right? I think that's important. And they're having some more conversation. I don't even like, I don't even like Issa and Nathan's banter, right? Like, and nobody's banter is, has been like funnier or better than Issa and Lawrence's and so like when they try to do it with other people it always just feels like mm, they, you know like they don't write it as well on purpose um, right. and Nathan and Ethan uh, Nathan asks should we move in together as something to think about and that's the you know many a bad decision are made on this television program but y'all niggas can't even be consistent for 90 straight days and y'all talking about moving damn in together like, please go to hell to both of y'all. I mean, go I ahead. think it, it seems to me, I, I saw that. I was like, y'all haven't, she made you wait a year after her ex. I think mean, y'all have only been dating maybe a couple months. And, um, yeah, like, yeah, it just seems rushed, right? Like, are y'all, are y'all trying to save some more money that bad? <clears throat> like, I don't, why would y'all need to move in together? Like, it, oh, I like waking up next to you. Because y'all are having sex, yeah. I like waking up to people who just redacted my redacted too. They don't mean we need to move in together. Like, fuck is going on? So then the next scene after this is Issa's, Issa's Black Art Walk um, that she, she put together. Uh, MBW, the water brand that she's been working with this whole uh, series, this whole season. They seem pleased with their, their, you know, she's talking to the white man. He's just talking about how he's pleased with the partnership. They've made growth in the urban market and, and like, you know, like thing, their business partnership has been fruitful for 
for both of them and, and you know they're going to continue to work together and, and send over some uh, some paperwork to kind of deepen their ties mm-hmm. um, we see Nathan and his cousin are out enjoying the event you know so like that's you know he's like yo Issa thanks for the invite so right like it's it I don't know they're at least kind of portraying like yo Issa's kind of helping reconnect them you know even though Nathan may be a little kind of standoffish um Apparently Nate and then like they talked a little and then Nathan has a men's group at the barbershop. I, I guess I, you know I guess that's what we got from that. Yeah, that's what he said something about. Uh, you know I'm gonna go ahead to the men's group. My assumption is it's a men's mental health group. Uh, they probably should have elaborated on that, right? If they're trying to make it like the whole thing. Uh, anyway, Molly Kelly and Issa's brother, uh, they show up shortly after and. You know, just kind of crack on her for being all lovey-dovey with Nathan, how happy she is. Um, and then we see Molly is texting Torian. She's cheesing as she's texting Torian. Um, they've had a first date, and they're setting up the second date. And, you know, they joke that she's planning, you know, the second date's going to be better because she's planning on having sex with him. And I had made a joke kind of on Twitter about why we're seeing success between Molly and Torian is because she's like one of the few men that he's she's liked and hasn't bum rushed with the coochie like she's very much like I'm gonna give him some coochie yeah, and kind of figure out where we where we stand yeah she usually leads with coochie yeah. and you know good for her we're learning we're growing yeah but no she isn't she's planning on giving him some <laughs> like, I mean yeah second. but this but but because it's all right more professionally really um it's good that they have not had sex and she this is someone she still knows but she's able to ease into it a little bit more versus hi i'm molly coochie yeah. now it's like you know me <laughs> this is my it's molly coochie um <clears throat> so okay so then the artwork the art walk kind of wraps up and we see crenshaw talks to Issa after the art walk to apologize for like trashing her and just like you know just whatever he said to her kind of previously you know in terms of being offended and, and how he felt about her being a sellout um yet again another episode you're not getting <laughs> no chocolate cheeks on our screens and I feel a way about it this is honestly the most I think he's talked this season and I would like for him to do less of it. I would like to see some booty meat. I don't know who I need to talk to. Booty meat. Um, I, I would like to see him shake that booty meat on my screen. Um, <laughs> so after the apology, you know, uh, Issa, we see now Issa's back at the crib, at her house, at her apartment. Um and she gets a partnership email from MBW that apparently will get her paid. You know, so this is exciting. East, you know, like this is kind of like that big financial payoff Issa's really been looking for um, with her passion. Um, so then after that, we see her in real life talking to them about what I feel is a, a, an upcoming event, a concert series or something they were talking about. And as they kind of go in to check the venue out some more, it hits this dream sequence about what the future of Issa's life looks like as a result of this partnership with MBW. And, you know, she's doing some uh, interview at University of Michigan. 
um, she's fly, you know, fabulous, just that that girl. Kind of like Issa in real life, right? Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then she's flying back to L.A. And she bumps into Ty Dolla Sign, right? Season one recall. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting back to L.A. You know, I'm about to link up with this new artist, Crenshaw. He's something like a hood hero. And Issa kind of has this like, oh, my. You know, like, I, I worked with Crenshaw. You know, she just she just gave off this look and was... was like she missed out on Crenshaw. Yeah, just big, big regretting ass. Just everything is a regret to her. Um, anyway, she returns um, to this beautiful modern home uh, where Nathan is living as well. It's in West Hollywood. Um, I think Nathan has opened a new shop. He, he cut the cast of some show called Brothers. I feel like it'd be funny if like Issa actually does a show called Brothers like in the future. They kind of plant that in there now. Um, yeah, and that was kind of her dream sequence. Do you, you know, I just want to talk to you. What do you, what do you think about kind of, you know, her getting the, the deal proposal from NBW all the way through her dream sequence with them? First of all, it took me way too long to figure out that it was a dream sequence. That was my first concern. Because I'm like, what what's happening? What did he say? Who, what? <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute, when do we fast forward? Because, you know, Insecure is good for that. So I was just like, yeah. here we go. Right. Like, I was like, okay. I didn't think it would happen in episode eight, but we're, we're here. I'm, I'm curious to see where at least, you know, we're torn, even where everybody else is, right? Mm-hmm. Like Molly so Lee. after I came to realization that I was just a mess, uh, okay. Because it didn't click that I missed the opportunity email part because you'd be watching the show. I'd just be like waiting for something to happen and not really paying attention for real and so i was like what are we doing here okay she finally levels up and they're like oh this is a dream once i saw ty donaldson i was like oh this is a dream (laughs) and then i forgot what it was that she hated about being with nathan in that house but it was just like for me i was just like so they're not married because remember when she has her dream about lawrence it was marriage and baby so when she's having this daydream with nathan y'all still just shacking up like what is the end goal and that's what also made you, me think like you don't huh oh I, for whatever reason i assumed he was her husband in that did you it didn't give husband in what way it just gave that we still live together i don't know i feel like if, if he was it would have been more you talking about said in the that. west hollywood mansion right like because there's another yeah. dream sequence that i could get that but this one, I th- I don't know. I assumed he was her husband, but you, you could be you, you very much can be right. I, I don't right. They didn't like at it. Least, just didn't give. They didn't emphasize it like you know, like you said, like with Lawrence. Right, we see her and her. It was very dress. clearly right. It was very clearly husband wife. This is what I want dynamic, but that was not in this dream. So I was just like, hmm. You don't. You want Lawrence. That's what it was given. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So after that, uh, Kelly, Molly, and her family are, are working. You know, to get the parents' will together, and they're you know they're asking questions like, "What's up with our? You know, with the four hundred one k and things and that." And you know, her dad says says something that I thought was you know like. I get what they're trying to do with the storyline, right? Like, they're trying to change Black America, get us to confront this. And it, it, it's good. It's good, right? Like, this is important, like they were saying. 
And I thought her father just said something very powerful that is probably a lot of reason you see black parents kind of avoiding this kind type of conversation, right? He said, you know, I, I worked for 50 years and it feels like I have nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. They feel like they have nothing to give which is why they rather just avoid it, which is not helpful, but... Right, right. They don't want to confront it on their end and just, you know, leave their kids to be like, yo, figure it out afterwards because whatever is left, you'll just split evenly. Um, so I'm, mm, I'm glad... A third of nothing. Like, what? <laughs> well, they essentially would have... It's I don't... I mean, my assumption is the house is paid off, right? And so the most they would have been kind of given is like ownership of that house, right? Which is just another mm-hmm. expense. Right. Um, uh-huh. It was cute. The banter was cute. I was taken aback by the fact that Kelly was cussing around uh, Molly's on. people. Yeah. Don't give me cuss. Uh, mom, which and I find also interesting that we have more insight on Molly's people than we do Issa's. And like, even with, I honestly just don't understand the Wendy Raquel casting because it is is does not click for me. Uh-huh. And then, and then just now, like, even with, like, a girl, because, you know, Delilah, blah, 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 like, we've never... Heard her name. We don't know Delilah. We don't know her. Yeah. So, it's like, we why you bring her up? We don't know her. We know... Are you saying we didn't know Delilah's name? No, I'm saying, like, we know... Of course, we know Wendy Raquel, but I'm saying, right, like, we, we, we just met this lady for real. She was barely brought up. Yeah. So, no, that's real, but I think of what we know, know about her is... She's religious. She's similar to Issa in all over, in terms of being all over the place. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, so yeah, to your point, like we don't know her in depth, but they've they've just given her us kind of some more. They've sh- they've said yeah, more so, about her than they've than they've shown. Yeah, and we I mean, we just met her last season, so it was like yeah. we're really not familiar with Issa's mom. Whereas we have so much history on Molly's parents, mm-hmm. we know them. But like I, I can go like, in the kitchen and get what I want. Like I feel like, you know, because because when it comes to the characters of Issa and Molly, Molly is kind of was so so driven by the familial, you know, kind of like pressure to be the best. You know, like her mm-hmm. family is just kind of so much about how she lives her life. You know, like even why maybe she's so kind of caught up on love and relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Fair. Right, right, because even you know her pops, finding out her pops was a cheater, like just shattered her world, and just she just act like niggas, niggas couldn't cheat before. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay, go ahead. Moving on. Yeah, I think that's why we're seeing that. Um, what happened? Okay, so then Issa and Crenshaw they meet. Um, and he's about to pitch her his idea for how they can work together, link up and work together um, with him and a couple other local artists. And as they're about to walk into the venue, he wants to show her it hits a dream sequence. And so in this dream sequence, um, she becomes more of a local f- hero figure for uplifting black businesses. She gets a Issa Wood Day in Inglewood. Um, and she's, you know, like, that's, you know, and Tyra Banks is playing the mayor, so that, that was dope. But, yeah, she, you know, like, she got a key to the city in a whole day. And then she returns home to Nathan, but she's at her current apartment. And she, you know, like, she's like, it's, it's kind of funny and weird, because in the dream sequence, she's like, why haven't we moved yet? 
And he's like, yo, we on an entrepreneurial grind. Like, we got to keep overhead low. But she's clearly, like, recognizing, like, this this, this dream sequence ain't like the last one. This ain't it at all. And, um... Yeah, so, like, Nathan walks off and Lawrence, and Lawrence appears... Well, no, they were having a conversation, and he answered, but it was mm-hmm. Lawrence's voice, and okay. then Lawrence appears. Right, right. And I was like, oh, this girl, ugh, it's, it's giving Tyler Perry. And then he, he what he said to her, um, damn it, where'd it go? Oh, you know, she had a, he was like, Lawrence is like, yo, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, you had a lot of choices you made, you, you had a lot of things to choose from, and you made a choice that made you happy, and now you're being rewarded for it. And then he kind of comes in for like a hug and a kiss. And, you know, she is like leaning back screaming and kind of wakes up from her dream sequence. So like this dream sequence, right, they really kind of make it known like Issa's clearly like finicky about her future with Nathan. Mm-hmm. And... Because we're seeing right through this shit. Like you're going through the motions and trying to make yourself feel better, but this is not who you really want. Yeah. And... Okay, well, I mean, what do you, you know, they've been really heavy-handed, right, with the choices, and you made a choice that made you happy, and now you're being rewarded for it. I thought, I don't know, I thought that was interesting, right? Like, you made a choice that made you happy, so would not your reward for that choice be you being happy? What else, how else could you be rewarded for? I guess she's talking about the day in the city and all that shit. But, for me, I just, what I didn't click, maybe I missed something, it's like, why can't she have both? Can she just be like an agency and right. have multiple yeah. contracts? Right, like why is Issa making this a difficult thing, right? Like why can't you work with both? Is there an uh, exclusivity clause, right, in in one or the other? A, 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 more so it would probably be with MBW. Right. Right, like they have a... I'd imagine. But... Yeah, that just seemed like I don't see why. Why can't we have both? Like, it's mm-hmm. well, because they're not the same kind of thing either. Yes, it'd be different if he was a beverage, but he not. So, and was that building that she walked them to? We got y'all, because that's that what it looked my, like. That was my assumption, kind of like showing like a full circle moment, right? Right. Um, anything else about this dream sequence? Um. Yeah, it's just, you know, basically what we already knew is that Nathan is not her long-run person, so I don't understand why they're even looking at apartments and all the other shit in the next episode, because... She's settling. Ladies, get Issa. She's settling. Ah, damn, you froze. Uh, Hello? Okay. Oh, there we go. Oh, thank God. I'll just edit that little 30 seconds yeah. Okay. Um, I said she's settling with Nathan. Mm-hmm. Ladies, get her. And I don't even know if it's... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's okay. Settling. Let's let's talk. Why? Okay. It, it's settling in what aspect? Like, I wouldn't say in quality, but just as, a, as in, like... It's not like she marrying some dude who fix toilets or something like you know what I'm saying but it's just like that's not who you really want settling not like you can do better but you she can do better for her and compatibility wise 
Well, I don't know if that's settling then, right? I think it's just. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I got, okay. I'm like, is it settling? Kind of, yeah. Just like, you know. But Issa, I don't know, right? It's it's hard, right? Because, it, I don't. It, it, it all de- determines where you, your you do you know like you derive your standards from or like your aspirations and a partner from, and Issa has, as a character, right, has not kind of necessarily communicated that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's not like she is. He's below her standards or anything. It's just not who. That's not where her heart is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. She's I mean, niggas just, do it every and niggas do it every day, and, and they're still settling for them. You know, it's not the girl they want it, want it, but she'll do type shit. Okay. Like not like the girl is ugly. Not that the girl don't have nothing going for herself, but it's just you want it to Wanda. But Tawanda won't you. Or Tawanda, maybe. It'd be but like I couldn't Kundalo. Right. It'd be like that. Um Okay, so after this, Kelly and Molly are leaving her parents, um, after finally completing their will. Kelly kinda goes on the spiel about like, yo, I really enjoyed this and Prentice uh he had to tweet out like Right, that's how bad the season is is going. They're like having to tweet out explanations to help us understand essentially right like you should have to explain the joke if it's a good joke well he was just saying right like yo like what we're trying to do with Kelly is instead of helping white people get rich she's going to turn her attention to like estate planning for black families Mm -hmm. and it's like y'all have barely touched you know like y'all wasted all this time this season where you could have like given us more insight and in depth into Kelly but y'all wouldn't follow Nathan now you're doing tweet his cousin right yeah now you're like well y'all don't get it nah y'all gotta see that and that's the thing like i don't know what happened but i feel like they're so out of touch especially like reading like prince's tweets it's just like like even after we're gonna get there but he's like oh ladies y'all appreciate when somebody sends wines and wings wine and wings yes yes we do like what are we talking about here like do y'all run a tv show like do y'all pay attention y'all pull so much stuff twitter but act completely clueless, like, and, and back to the original thing, like I said, what I said. So y'all didn't think nobody's gonna say that about this girl having these letters on? Y'all didn't put, do none, none of the research and, and check all the boxes to put this girl in these letters. And surprise when people have shit to say? Y'all agree, like, just stuff like that. Like, y'all should have these ducks in order or expect. Like, last season, you didn't think we was gonna hate Molly? You know, I think, it. you know what is it, so sad, especially with social media, it feels as if, like, because they knew this was the final season, right? And they're kind of lining up their things for afterwards. You know, both Issa Apprentice and the, the writer's room. It felt, it, that's what it feels like the effort was. It was like, ah, we got to finish this last season. But I, while this kind of happened and I still got to go secure my second thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. just they're not really, Very yeah. They didn't write. Here, damn. Yeah. I don't know what, what they was on in 2017 when they wrote season two. But season two... It's just, it's the summer 2016 of this show. <laughs> like, they wrote the hell out of it. It was fun. It had yeah. substance. We we saw beginning to end. And I feel like we've been beautiful gownsing since then. I don't know. Like, I'm a big fan of season four. Okay. You know, and, and, he, you know, and there was an interview he did or one of the wind downs where he was just, where they were doing where they said, like, because with season four, it got impacted by the, the, the what's it called? Pandemic. pandemic. 
Yeah, so it got moved, and so their writer's room started at a different time, so they lost some people, so they had to bring in some new people. And he was saying those new people really recharged them and, like, really recharged, like, their writing. Wait, are you sure for season four? Yeah, yeah. No, season four was already done by the time the pandemic started. But season four was scheduled to premiere at a different time than the, the previous seasons had. And so... So you, you may be right, right? Like in terms of from, the pandemic didn't affect it. From but, writing, but you mean by the like the marketing of it? No, no, no. I'm saying like, so whenever, like season four came out at a different time of, it premiered in like April. And I think pr- previously, right. right, it had premiered kind of later in the like fall. Like summer. Late, yeah, late summer, right. fall. And so because of that change in like when it was scheduled to premiere, they had to change when the writing room happened. And so because of that, they lost, some writers had other commitments and they couldn't be there. And so they got some new writers that for season four, after like kind of the lull that was season three and the, the lull and setup of season three. Um, okay, you may be, I, I, that's confusing to me because COVID happened in March, 2020 and it came out in April, 2020. So it was always done, you know what I'm saying? Right, I'm just saying that Was it the new writers of season 4 or season 5? Season 4, what I'm saying What I'm saying is COVID may not have impacted it It may have simply just been like Whenever they were scheduling to release it Right It caused them to have the writer room At a different time than they had the previous three seasons mm-hmm. And therefore Those writers had other commitments Some writers had other commitments And they had to get some new writers in there And they really brought kind of that season 2 freshness back Season four had season two freshness to you. You don't think what so? Happens? Like it was, it was always something happened. Like you know, it was messy, it was drama. So, okay, what happens in season four? Right. Okay. So one, right, the episode that Natasha wrote, season four, episode eight, the date between yeah, that and was Lawrence. everything. Right. That was that helped us get through the pandemic. Um, shit, the Condola storyline at the end That was drama Or even at the beginning I enjoyed that And just her and Molly falling out and fighting Okay, yeah, the Molly stuff That was good Now that, again yeah. It was giving us drama Yeah So, that's that's why I okay. would say like, I, I, I agree with you Season 2 is their best Season 4 to me is, their, is a close second For me it's like season 2 Then season 1 Season 3 Season three is the worst. It, Maybe after this. Maybe before this though. No, season five is is bye. Five. Like they say. <laughs> but I feel like season three gave us Lawrence and Coachella. Not Lawrence, gave us Nathan and Coachella. Early, I like early Nathan. He was he fun. Wasn't diagnosed with bipolar. <laughs> I mean, even aside from that, but like party lived in Again, Coachella. Coachella was fun. Um, yeah. So let's let's finish out the episode. Okay. So yeah, Kelly and Molly are leaving her parents' home. Uh, they finally complete the will. You know, her dad says, "Hey, Molly, it wasn't easy, but thank you for pushing us." Um, and then Molly goes in the car and begins crying. And I I don't know. I was here. I just I was questioning like what was her reason for crying i can understand helping your parents with a will i like i don't know if she was disappointed in like kind of the results of the will in terms of her parents not leaving yeah. much 
or more so just like that that hard reality of like man my parents are mortal and and, and more so like they're they're you know it's closer to the end than the beginning mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't really sure of her crime motivation yeah I, maybe just the stress of her trying to be perfect patty and hold everything together even though nobody asked her to yeah that may have been a lot <laughs> and i think and she when she looked across the street at Drell's house i thought that nigga was gonna come out to the car like you good right right so I'm like, but she looked at the house and then cried. So I don't know. Maybe she's looking like, this is all we got or something like that. <laughs> um, okay, so then Torian calls her and he goes, he was like, hey, you know, you know, hey, I'm just finishing up at the office. And she's like, uh, uh, you know, he hears some, he-, he hears kind of like some hesitancy or something in her voice. He's like, don't, don't tell me you're about to, uh, you're about to cancel on me, Carter. And I, I don't know, I, the, the whole calling her Carter thing, I just felt was like, it was, I don't know, it was cheesy, but it, it, it's whatever. Um, and then Molly just tells him, like, yo, like, hey, I've just kind of finished up with my parents today. It's been a rough day. I really look forward to the date, but I, I'm just not going to be any fun. And I'm not, in, you know, necessarily in a state to go out and be social. And Which is fair. Right. And, and, and I think that that right there to me is like, we got to give my although like molly's been pretty much a, a bad character throughout the series you know like this moment of vulnerability is good i think it's important it shows like the type of communication you really have to have you know in those adult relationships in those kind of like more purposeful intentional dating interactions like you you do have to be willing to you know just clearly communicate you know where you're at honestly you know and i think that's why we see kind of the results that molly gets as a result of this um, in this episode okay so he's like yeah that's fine you know I get it let me know if you need to talk she's like really you know like oh my god a nigga never offered just to be here um, when Dro did I just gave him some coochie uh, <laughs> and just you know Issa's back at her apartment um, trying to figure out her choices and then I, I don't know who called who but they get Molly and Issa get on the phone and she's like, you know, she's like, girl, I'm spiraling, spiraling, trying to figure it out. And then Molly tells her this. Twitter thought it was really profound. Um, so, I, you know, I wanted to get, it as, get the whole quote. And it was, what if there's no wrong answer? There's never an all or nothing. Either way you go, you end up great or not somewhere in, or not, you know, or somewhere in the middle. Uh, I know it's never easy to make these kinds of choices, but you'll be so glad once you do. You gotta go with your gut. Every decision you make, just own it, and you're and you're being honest uh, with yourself. You kind of already know what you want to do, so just do that shit. Um, did you? Uh, what did you think of that advice? It it was just giving like, yeah, she ended up with Lawrence. She may as well figure out her her stepmama name. It's gonna be like Mama East, East Mama. However, you want to do this. I don't know. I think she's. I don't think she will. Hmm. I just I just don't think she will. I think she's going to end up single without Nathan, but I don't think she's going to end up alone. I prefer that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I thought that was good. I think, you know, like I've talked to a few people and I'm like, yeah, like I've talked to a few friends and I'm like, yo, you're in you're you're indecisive sometimes. And that I'm someone who like indecisiveness kind of causes anxiousness in me. It's like, yo, just make it make a decision. So. You know, you can take steps forward. So, I don't know. I thought, you know, this was it's good to encourage. Because that's the truth, right? Like, like we were saying earlier, like, why can't she do both? Why can't she balance? I mean, in, in fair, right, like, it, it's going to be hard to do both. 
if she does the the Crenshaw and the MBW thing because MBW is going to be who pays her. Crenshaw is more of like a love and passion project, and you know it's going to you know it's going to take a little more kind of elbow grease. But why can't she you you know partner with MBW get the money or you know clearly they want her right go back and negotiate yo i got this whole little shit dig i'm trying to do with him i wanted a part of my my thing but anyway yeah um isa's really bad and shout out to molly for being a good friend um next molly gets a knock at her door for delivery of wine and wings she gets a text from Torian let um letting him know she that he sent it um and this was a Twitter once again acted like act, like oh my god are there tor- where are the Torians in the world, you know? So I don't so like where you was roasting Prentice for that. I feel like him watching Twitter made him feel I don't okay no that that's the wrong thing because he was saying like mm-hmm. do women still appreciate he that? was saying do women appreciate it which is like very insult like oh do these bitches of today I mean obviously it's worded like that but like y'all don't even appreciate a nice guy yes we do like that's well, the least. A- Here's the Not thing, the right? least, but like that's a nice gesture. Go ahead. Right. That that is a. It is it, on on one hand, it is a silly question to ask. On the other hand, there there people are dealing with other people that you know they're just in a space where they don't accept help. They don't accept other, you know like others showing a kind gesture. Well, you know they kind of mm-hmm. take it as an attack. So clearly, right? Like it's not a thing of like no woman appreciates it. But there are people out there who dealing with whatever emotional stuff that it would make it hard for them to accept this type of gesture or even show appreciation for this type of gesture. I actually was just talking with a, a female friend of mine and she was just saying, you know, she kind of had to actively make some more um, welcoming choices for, for kind gestures. She was, she was, it was her birthday. A friend, a male, a male friend of hers was just like, "Hey, what's your address? I want to send you some breakfast for your birthday." And she, she said, normally she would have reacted with, "Why? Don't do that. I'm good, you know." And then she, Girl. she, she been in therapy. She was like, "You know what? He wants to do something nice. I'm deserving of nice things and nice gestures." She goes, "Here's the address. I, the food gets there. Hey, I really appreciate that." So that you know, like, it's not a thing of do women appreciate that, but you, you know, I think Molly is a clear example of like. You can be presented with good options and good things, but if you're not in a good space to receive them, you just, you won't catch them. You have to be able to receive them. And also as the person who was trying to give, you have to have the rapport and the the trust of the person to, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody out the street, yeah, let me get your address so I can see you breakfast. Right, right, like, right. No. So you, you also have to know your place before trying to do something nice like that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah, nice gesture doesn't always have to involve like getting their address, but um, yeah, no, what I'm saying, but just even in anything like, because oh, you're right, because there was, there's a nigga that watched this episode, right? And he's like, that's it, I'm gonna send a girl wine and wings. He's gonna Google her address, he's gonna send it, she's gonna be like, what the fuck? Exactly, exactly. Because here's the key, fellas this shit is only cute if they like you already. And, and that's, and that's what the girls are not getting and girls is gender neutral okay but yeah yes this all, all of this cute shit it does not work unless you she already likes you as the nigga mm-hmm. so 
you know, there's that. But, it, you know, and, and that's why I want to, you know, give Molly props, right? Her being vulnerable with Torian and kind of telling her the real deal of her situation allowed him to, you know, rec- you know to allow him to reckon, you know, clearly understand, oh, she's having a difficult period. I can't be with her, even though I would want to be with her and spend time with her and kind of be there in person. She doesn't want to. That's cool. How can I show that I still, you know, how can I give, you know, just show that I'm here for her in a way that, you know, still gives her the distance and stuff that she needs, but shows a kind gesture, but I keep saying, but no, long story short, shout out to Molly (laughs) and her growth and just being vulnerable and just being open to receiving this type of gesture. You know, that's, that's what, that's what makes it possible. You got to be, you know, someone who people are like, oh no, like I can do nice things and it's not going to be weird. So moving forward, it's, okay. Yeah, it seems like Torian's gonna be in game, so that's interesting. You know, and and one thing, I, when I look at them, I'm like, I, I'm curious. You know, on one, I think it, I can see them being like the couple that runs the law firm once the the power couple. Yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily see them family-ish, but I, you know, I'm right. They can work it out. You know, they have a different idea of family than I do, probably. And, and so, I don't know. Them as a married couple will be interesting, you know. And I think we're going to get some previews of, I don't know, them as a as a unit for Tiffany and Derek's party, going away party next next week. Um, okay, final thing. Issa and Nathan are having dinner at her apartment. Nathan, Nathan says he wants to see her happy. And she says, huh? And then she hears Lauren's voice say, I want to see you happy. And then Nathan walks That's out. That's the part. I'm sorry. I, mi- okay. I mixed that part up then. Okay. 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 But no, but she, it, it happens in the second one in a way too. He says, Nathan says something and she responds and then Lawrence's voice comes in and he appears. So it happens. So they, so yeah, it, it happened in the dream sequence, the second one. And then they do it again here in terms of Lawrence's voice. I just want to see you happy. Um, yeah, right. They're making they're 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 sub they're subtly not so subtly making a strong connection for us between Issa Lawrence and the word happy, right? Because mm-hmm. when Condola hit Lawrence with "I want to see you happy," it panned a, a shot of him. When Issa hears Nathan say "I want to see you happy," she sees Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Now that I think about that, I really, I, I do think they might have them end up together, which I kind of would hate. I don't know. I just feel, yeah, I feel like they need to I think I, yeah, I w- the only thing I would not hate is, is doing none of the above and the show ending with the camera cascading on the cusp of Kofi's booty cheeks into the sunset. Mm. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. Um... Yeah, I was so ended, I forgot. What'd you say? Hi. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, that's the end of it. That's it. Okay, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that was episode eight. You know, it is what it is. It is. Yeah. You know. It is what it is. So. Tiffany, you know, but it looks like episode nine is going to be, right, the banger, the thing we've 
they've been teasing all season, which is Lawrence and Issa just kind of having any amount of conversation with one another um, in the form of Tiffany and Derek's going away party. And the last time Tiffany and Derek, Tiffany and Derek events serve as a great place for mess. So oh, we love it. So we I'm looking love it. To it. Right. From birthday dinners to baby showers to hookups. It's going to be messy. Yeah. Messy. Uh, any predictions for next week in the season? You think Lawrence is Disappointment. <laughs> okay. Disappointment is my, my prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't have high hopes. We'll see, you know. I think they're just going to have us passive-aggressive they're just gonna have them passive-aggressively pass each other throughout the party and Nathan gonna fill away be like I'm broker than Nathan I'm broker than Lawrence he could probably beat Lawrence ass though if you've seen him in um Miss Juneteenth he got like a little hood got a little hood on there I was like mmm yum sorry okay but yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) yum Ah, we love it. Um, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's all for me. Yeah, this. Right. Yeah, we've said it all. Y'all enjoy, man. Bye, next. <laughs>